When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. Bom dia. Bom dia? Yeah. What's that mean? I think it's Portuguese for good day. Okay. I was like, bom with an bom. M? Bom. Or B-O-N? B-O-M. Huh? Yeah, N would be French. I have no idea. Welcome to another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm Sean. And I'm Katie. Ah, the soothing sounds of Language podcasts. learning. Yeah, mm. nice, nice. When hey. you don't know anything at all. Yes. How are you? What's good. going on with you? Good. Uh, not much. I'm uh, recovering from an ice storm. You guys, the we, amount of trees, RIP our trees. We <laughs> completely misjudged the weather warnings yet again. You know, the, the problem in Texas is that they tell you what the weather's going to be. Then you completely disregard it. Well, it's also never that correct either. Like it moves around. Like Monday was supposed to be this crazy windy day. And then it was like, nope, it's not. And then it was like not going to rain and then it is going to rain. It's very fickle here in Texas. They like to keep us on our toes. Well, last time mm-hmm. there was a disaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people were saying, take heed, take yeah. headed of the I take headed. The, I t- headed. The tornadoes are coming your way. And we're like, nah, we're OK. We also and, had COVID like pretty bad. I'm not making excuses. Okay. I, I want to just be honest with the audience that um, there are warnings and they usually come on the weather channel and then uh, we kind of ignore them but you also have to watch the regular television stations and we don't do that either okay well the the ice storm was coming they said and we said how bad can it be and sure enough it was pretty i didn't even hear anything about an ice storm coming i just knew that it was going to be cold remember and i ran out with the greatest of ease to put those styrofoam covers over our spigots or spouts outside and promptly almost killed myself. Mm -hmm. I just knew it was going to be cold. I didn't know it was going to be an ice storm. Yeah. Well, you and I went out. And so last week we were talking about it and we were at the, uh, the dry cleaner. I didn't break my leg. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, but the following day is when it really got serious and we did, we were not expecting that, but at 5 Mm AM woke up to the sound of the dog. Oh, well, that's More how like I remember. Barking. Yeah. No howling. Ruff, ruff, ruff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then mm-hmm. boom, mm-hmm. boom. And that was went on for like forty eight hours. Yeah, branches, <laughs> so sleep, giant limbs. Sleep was hard to come by, and Kim's flight got canceled. Yeah, because Austin was such a shit show. So giant limbs were falling out of the trees. Yes. They were weighed down by massive amounts of ice. I'll put some pictures on the screen so people can see the gravity it of it. It was so. It's still bad because the essentially all the tree guys and everything are backed up because everybody like when I tell you the devastation of our of all of I don't know greater Austin area out to the lake because Lakeway was they were trying their priority was just to clear the road so that emergency services could get around if they had to our area had trees completely uprooted you guys like I'm talking I don't know, a hundred year old tree. Sure. Just fucking weighed down. 
some 60 footers definitely mm-hmm. the one there's one uh down the street from us by half a block that one went off into the street mm-hmm. that's massive i think i want a piece of that trunk that tree trunk oh, we got to get it while it's hot i know they're they, gonna come pick it up and roll it away i'm not quite sure how to do that it's pretty yeah. heavy in the middle of the night he's got to roll it um our neighbor had a tree that like exploded yeah arch's house that was mm-hmm. crazy you guys it looked like someone the, threw dynamite in that tree. The people behind us, they, they had a tree fall in their truck. It smashed the truck. At least that, it was a work truck. Right. Oh, <laughs> sorry, guys. I can't come into work today. Uh, sorry, my corporate vehicle is ruined. Yeah. So, and luckily, all things considered, our roof didn't cave in. Like, no, because we have a lot of trees, you guys. I don't even know how to explain to you how many trees on our property. What is it, like 18, 20? Somewhere around there, yeah. The amount of trees on our property is insane. We'd had them trimmed. We had them like all fertilized and taken care of this year. We were like, look at us doing the right thing, taking care of our old oaks and cedars. But that didn't save them from the ice storm. And we had two huge branches hit our roof and it didn't cave it in. No, no windows were broken. No, but it landed in our doorway. Like the, It blocked us in, yeah. Yeah, so we had to get emergency services to come They came in, us. zoom, zoom, cut, cut but fuck but no windows were broken roof wasn't caved in and nobody in our area got hurt and that to me is a win yeah there were people who unfortunately were killed in austin oh Um, were there yeah i think eight people it's like they don't have snow tires they don't know what a stud tire is they don't know how to put chains on like they're not really used to this Mm. they essentially should not go out in it yeah well you know uh here we are we're past the ice storm it melted and then it was beautiful out it was 70 degrees yeah it was like it was 80, 79 when we went We went up to Georgetown. I like to represent oh, inner space the cabin. suburbs of Austin. We went up to Georgetown, um, you know, to just enjoy the sunshine. Mm-hmm. Sat on a patio, had some yummy, uh, tasty treats. And that, this is all within a week. Unfortunately, <laughs> some people are still without power. Did you know that? Still? Still without power. I was talking to the dentist this morning. And you know, everyone's, yeah, Crentis, the dentist. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're compa- everyone's comparing notes. How is it at your place? How is it at your place? Uh-huh. And I found out two things. One, uh, there's a lot of people without power still. I didn't realize. I know yeah. people had it for, out for a couple of hours. Like some guy when I was at the dry cleaners, he was in line with me. He said his power was out for like two, two three hours. Mm. And then I found out that the majority of the oak trees that were damaged are live oak mm-hmm. because live oak are not deciduous. Uh, they don't drop their leaves. So oh, okay. red oak, they do. Mm-hmm. And the gal who is. Uh, oh, so that's less weight on them because they drop. Yeah. I see. I see. I see. Yeah. So her branches did not get weighed down as much. The red oak. But she said she'd been complaining. She wanted, you know, uh, live oak in her yard because yeah. then she wouldn't have to sweep up as much. Oh, well, we have to sweep up anyway. Tell yeah. her there's no winning. Well, that's the cedar tree scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they were also damaged. Uh, yeah. Well, Kim was so nice. She swept up it for us anyway. She swept up our deck. So mm. thanks. Helping out. Yep fighting a so, good fight mm-hmm. it, but anyway it was very insane very crazy it was hard to sleep but then it kept having to go up and check the attic to see if oh, the tree fell through our we roof. were afraid that we have a leak or something and then even when it was melting it wasn't so much of that it was just of the ice breaking off the trees and falling pretty wild pretty wild and then it was swampy you didn't want to walk underneath the uh, the tree branches anywhere for no fear and of had being... to take a little pooperoo out here and she would want to like sniff everything and i was like homegirl you're about to get yourself killed i was yeah. like we stay in this one strip of not much limb meanwhile potential. china was flying a giant balloon over right? us for like two weeks 
Then the president found out a week into the two-week situation, and then they watched it drift across, and they were Instead like... Instead of just shooting it down, like, I don't know, up in Alaska when they first spotted it. Yeah. I found it very weird. One of my favorite memes of this, Chrissy Teigen shared it, and it was good. And you guys know that book that children read called Good Night Moon? And it was like, good night sky, good night moon, good night Chinese spy balloon. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I was like, that's so good. And well, it showed a picture, you know, the sky, the night sky with stars, and then the moon, and then this Bible, the picture of it. What? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, you, you think we have better defenses than that, but no, a balloon. Well, it was can... easy for them to shoot it down when they did, so. There you go. Do it earlier. <laughs> uh, whatever. I, yeah. I'm over it. You know, what are they going to get information off your phones or I've, I had a spy photo. I, I mooned it. I pulled my pants down, showed my butt cheeks. Yeah. Oh, geez. I was like, take this China. China moon. <laughs> China moon. Moon to moon. Yeah. Good, good night, moon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also <laughs> devastating uh, news. The earthquakes in uh, Turkey and Syria. Yes. Yeah, 7.8. I don't think I've ever uh heard of a 7.8 before what do we have what's what was the northridge one wasn't it 7.2 or something something like that which is mm -hmm. rather serious i have to look that up because it was intense i mean i wasn't around for it thank god yeah but i've never i think the biggest i've experienced is like a four point something it was 4.6 in in santa monica two weeks ago when we were there oh i didn't even wake up right so but so. 7.8 absolutely devastating because there's a lot of older buildings right new mm -hmm. buildings we know how to withstand earthquakes. Oh, Northridge earthquake at 94 was only a 6.7, not to like yeah. play it down, but just to give you an idea of the magnitude. And it was very destructive. Yeah. So, and California mm -hmm. uh, is much more modern, right, than Syria and Turkey in terms yes. of infrastructure. So you're looking yes. at buildings that are hundreds and hundreds of years old, if not a thousand years old, who knows? Well, and a lot of it depends, or at least this is what the news was reporting. A lot of it depends on the, the ground. Mm -hmm. So in California, it's like a silt, like a certain type of land. North, the Northridge earthquake was so devastating, not only because it was a 6.7, but also because of the type of ground, I guess, that can shift and move. And like the homes at the time weren't earthquake safe. And I would assume, depending on where you live, that could also have an effect. Yeah. It's not just the it, part of its infrastructure and just ability to to create yeah because properties steel bends energy mm -hmm. can travel through it and it wiggles and jiggles you wouldn't but think clay it does, and but brick and stuff is really bad yeah, yeah. stone is is set right mm -hmm. or uh, mortar is set yeah uh, and steel isn't so uh, yeah they they have i mean it's really sad to see the the images i can't I haven't imagine seen it i i don't need more in my brain mm -hmm. yeah just buildings flattened left and right and uh anyways Crazy. just thinking about it and how fortunate we are you know yeah uh, so and i don't know i don't I'm always very cautious mm -hmm. about who you donate money to because I know people usually want to know how to help. Do your research, find reputable. I don't Red know if like, the Red Cross is going in there, but like if you can donate blood or something like that, you know, we could do that. But just be cautious about your monies. Yeah, but Red Cross is typically mm -hmm. a, a that's good who you should, go to, yeah. I think. And that's, you know, it kind of bugs me that we have to be like, oh, am I going to get robbed? trying to give people money or you know a donation yeah um, but, but there's too many people out there trying to get theirs mm. they're like oh another disaster i'll set up a website disaster predators mm -hmm. you know there's a special place in hell for that oh there totally is i feel like it's the same people that try to swindle old people right like when mm. they try to call my grandpa and pretend they were me right but my family's too connected he's like i have one of your deposit slips right here sis and they were like that's not going to work 
Mm. Well, if you are looking to donate, um, certainly mm -hmm. you can obviously use Google to find mm -hmm. out if a, an organization is trustworthy. Just mm -hmm. do a little bit of research yep. and uh, maybe do your you'll due feel diligence. Better. Yeah, but yep. I think the Red Cross is a good a good way to go. I believe so too. Yep. Or is it Red Crescent in uh, in uh, Middle Eastern countries or in Arab countries or have, Muslim countries? Sorry, I, I have zero idea what you're talking about. Mm. It's I, the uh, we might cut this out, but I, I think that in the Middle East or in Arab nations, they have the Red Crescent. It's like the version of the Red Cross. The Red Crescent is the International... Oh, yeah, International Federation of Red Cross and Red Crescent Societies is the world's largest humanitarian network and is guided by blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. Are they trustworthy? I always thought they were. Like I the would, Salvation Army, it's a gold standard, right? Like I would say yes. They have approximately 97 million volunteers, members, and staff worldwide. It was founded to protect human life and health, to ensure respect for all human beings, and to prevent and alleviate human suffering. Its headquarters are in Geneva, Switzerland. I didn't know that, but that makes sense. And they were founded in 1863. Hmm. And yeah, it could be the Red Cross or Red Crescent. You can look into it. It says that the Red Crescent um, was adopted on the insistence of the Ottoman Empire in 1906. It's the name used for Muslim countries because okay. the cross is obviously Christian-based. So yeah. Yeah, Ottoman Empire, that's Turkey, I believe. I have no idea. Again, didn't pay attention in school. Don't yeah. know. Why did... Uh... Con why did they why did they rename Constantinople to Istanbul? I think that's the You're asking me questions I don't have answers to. You make me Google everything I don't know. <laughs> Dear Google. Dear, you just need to get those Google glasses. Right, I do. I'll be one of those glass holes. Mm, yeah. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, well enough of that. I just uh I saw that. Oh, you know what else I saw in the news? What have you seen? Uh and I thought this was terrible. So a lot of people go to Mexico. Mm -hmm. to uh, buy their uh, pharma... Well, they go on vacation, but they also come back with their, their pharmaceuticals. Yep, I've done that back in the day when I had strep throat all the time. Okay, well, big warning here. Boop, boop, boop. Mm -hmm. um, apparently, mm -hmm. there's a ton of products. So let's say you were buying, I don't know... Um, Amoxicillin? A painkiller pain of some sort. Mm. What's a... Uh, I don't know. I, uh, Percocet? I guess. I don't know. Um, I don't take them, but... Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they're finding fentanyl in everything now. Jesus so Christ. Be very, very careful if you're going down to Mexico. I never understand that. You guys riddle me this. Maybe I'm crazy. But if you have a drug that people are buying on the streets because they want to get high, then why are you putting it into medications when people don't want to get high? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea if it's on purpose or... Or if, you think it's malicious, like with the intent to kill? No. What I suspect is happening, I could be wrong, but you know when you see a warning on a label that says may have been processed in a factory that also processes peanuts. Yeah, because you could be allergic. Maybe. You think they're processing fentanyl? There's like possibly. trace amounts? Yeah. Fuck. Who knows? You know, or or maybe they're they're cutting the product with that because it is a, a powerful tranquilizer of sorts, right? That's fentanyl. fucking scary. Again, yeah. why not just cut it with like baking powder like everybody else or whatever? Because that doesn't get you high. Or, no, but, but what I'm saying is it doesn't make sense to use... Do you, do you guys get what I'm saying? That Like, I'm not going to lace my Advil with cocaine when I can sell cocaine on the street and make more, right? If you're like a business person, if you think from the mind of the drug lord, why would you do that? It doesn't make sense financially. I, unless, I think it's cheaper. Unless fentanyl's cheaper than like... But how could it be cheaper than like baking soda? Because it's... Well, not than baking soda, but, but then, then... the actual like... Then the drug. set or ibuprofen... Right. Holy shit! Yeah, so they're finding it in everything. I, I know. I'll put the link 
uh, below because I think it's important for everyone. How do we do a test? How do you know? Okay, so that's another thing. And I was talking when we went to that party in Houston mm -hmm. with um, the restaurateurs, okay. uh, Vincent and, and the gang. Uh -huh. And when I was talking to them, I was talking about living uh, near a park. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm worried about um, looking out the window and seeing, you know, like if there's a kid passed out or something like that's kind of. Yeah, should we all have what are those pins? The yeah. narco, whatever things should we have? Those Narcan. On? Narcan. I'm wondering if like if that's something. Should we get our hands on that just in case you see somebody right? writhing? And but then, then I wouldn't be... want to give it to somebody else because fuck, what if they killed him or what? It... Yeah, no, ah. it's pretty scary. Um, but anyway, so you can get test kits, I believe, at pharmacies. I think you can just Google it too, like test kit for fentanyl. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, it's pretty wild. Is it going to be in the stuff that we buy, like from like CVS Pharmacy? Well, I hope not, but I would assume at some point maybe there's contamination. I do know back in the day, we so you guys knew I was a, a sales rep for a while, and we used to talk about pharmaceuticals being going generic. Okay. And different brands of generic, so different companies that create generic medications. That's like all they do. And one of the best, I want to say... So one of the highest quality year after year, it was like Teva Pharmaceuticals. And let me just look it up. Um, Are they Indian? No, I think they're out of Tel Aviv. Yeah, yeah, Teva, T-E-V-A, Pharmaceuticals Industries out of Tel Aviv, Israel, specializes primarily in generic drugs. Yes, um, they, so something that's crazy that I feel like a lot of people don't know is that when they create medications, when they're branded, they're held to this high standard where it has to be 90%. 80 or 90 percent of the medication that they say it is so let's say i get ibuprofen 80 to 90 percent and i'm sorry i don't know the exact percentage of that has to be ibuprofen okay but when it goes generic it's only something like 60 percent or 40 it's like crazy the change. oh wow i didn't realize it was a strength issue i thought it was yeah. just like you were getting generic no it can like that's why people and also what they put in it that extra 50 60 whatever percent of it can be all sorts of things. So that could be why when you switched from your, when your medication goes off brand and goes generic, I've had tons of patients over the years that will have weird side effects or it won't work as well. There's a bunch of things and that's because it's not held to the same standard. And so that's why Tiva, it's good to know. And you can ask at the pharmacy if they're like, oh, it's gone generic, be like, what's the brand that creates it then? Who's mm. the generic pr provider? Okay. And you can actually request Tiva. I've done that before in the past with our medications and I've I only think one time they didn't have is like a cream or something like oh Tiva doesn't make that and I was like well what company is it and then you can look them up hmm. and you can look at how like their ratings that's good to know I, mm -hmm. things I, I wouldn't have thought of I mean the more you know yeah. but why I mean again frustration why should we have to do this ourselves like I don't know. I don't know. Doesn't our monies that we pay to the government do anything these days? I don't think so. Well, I think that's why the FDA is an important uh, organization. Yeah, but they should agency. Like be, I don't know. Well, I think that they, they do. They That's why if you buy your drugs in, let's say, Canada, mm -hmm. the United States, mm -hmm. not that Canada is covered by the FDA, but they have their own agency or the UK or Australia. Like yeah. the, Those are major nations that have a, a very solid apparatus, probably with stringent testing. Yeah. But in Mexico, for whatever reason, in you know, the pharmacy. with that, yeah. yeah you can buy a lot of things without a prescription there, which I think is what makes it different. Yeah. Um, anyways, I'll leave the LA Times article. I, I think it's worthwhile for anyone to mm -hmm. read. It's very short, but it, it's important to know for well, like, I mean, we like I said, back in the day when I didn't have health insurance, we my mom would go to Mexico and she'd bring me back amoxicillin and stuff. Right. 
So I used to do use, use, use that all the time. Yeah, and, and I don't think they're finding it in that per se, um, but definitely painkillers. Um, so yeah, I, never, I can't think of the like what simple painkillers are, stuff, but, but yeah, because they make me itchy, so I don't like taking them. I just don't, yeah, I don't need them. No, okay. Well, I opened this up with a bunch of exciting stuff, huh? So depressing. Negative. Let's talk about the fun stuff. What's fun? Football is upon us, bro. No, we watched hockey. We went to a hockey game. Oh, we did. That was awesome. We went up to Cedar Park, which is like a northwestern suburb of Austin, and we watched the Grand Rapids Griffin, the Grand Rapid Grand Rapids Griffins. That's a lot of S's. That sounds weird, but that's their name. And the they're the stars, but they're called the Texas Stars. And even though they're the the farm team for the Dallas Stars, they didn't change their name. And I, it's like, come on. The Texas Stars and the Dallas Stars, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Uh, mm-hmm. It was fun to see, right? That was a nice barn, as they call it, you know. Is that what they call it? Yeah, your hockey rink. It's a good barn. Oh, I'll call it a rink. Okay. Yeah, well, that too. Or stadium. Yeah. But hey, it was great. I, I was so excited. The tickets were the right price. Yeah, it was like 36 bucks. Parking, you pull right up. Yep. Very nice people in the stands. Mm-hmm. Um, good beers. Good beers. Fun people. They had $3 beers, which we didn't uh, get. That was We thought it was all, it said, it was a way that it was worded. It said $3 beers, uh, craft, beer, craft night. beer night. And so we thought that meant $3 craft beers, but no, it was $3 shitty beers like Coors Light, Bud Light. No offense if you like that. That I don't need to drink that. And then it was regular priced uh, craft beers. Right, the bougie stuff. But they had the craft beer people in with their little yeah, stations. Maybe, maybe they don't usually have it mm-hmm. like that. Uh, or as I, many options because they had them doing taste testers and stuff. Too. Yeah, I don't mind having a big cold, uh, cold Coors or Budweiser usually. On a but, hot day at the lake. Uh, even at a hockey game. I mean, I like it. But mm-hmm. Face, you know, presented with the option. I was like, I'm going to have myself a craft beer because mm. they were in big cups, you know? Yeah, they were in big cups. But she was, was like, how big do you want? And I was like, what do you mean? Like 10 ounce, eight ounce? What are you talking about? She was like, boom, Texas size. It's like Whataburger when they're like, do you want a medium or a large? And I'm like, how big is a medium? Like 32 ounces. I'm like, that's more than enough. Mm. I just was hoping for 16. So we're good. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. it was a fun game to watch. It was, even though we lost. Yeah, but it wasn't about that. Mm-hmm. It was about getting out and exploring the area. Yep. yep so if yep, you're yep. in the area, uh, feel free to check them out. It's a good experience. The seats were comfy. We they took ridiculous hard. photos. We did. We did. And um, ultimately, I, this is a little Canadian report that I sent back to the boys up in Calgary. Okay. Mm-hmm. I said, look at the arrangement of flags at the end of the... Yeah, Canada was there. Well, it was the American flag, mm-hmm. then the Canadian flag, then the Texas flag three in a row, mm-hmm. but I thought it was strange that the Canadian flag was organized in the center. You know, you'd think that the Canadian flag would be on the far right. It would be like United States, Texas, because we're in Texas and then Canada. But because the ownership group is Canadian, oh, I think they were like, you know, Canada, Canada. We claim this barn as our own, mm-hmm. you know? So it was Maybe. kind of, yeah. I, I couldn't think of any other reason why they would put the Canadian flag that big and prominent i mean they're all the same size it was three flags and you were like nice mm, i think it was a little bit bigger i think uh, i don't think it was i think sean's exaggerating but i do th- i thought it was because texans love their flag it's everywhere we don't do that in washington i don't know about other states do you guys see your flag everywhere you, i don't anyway because they play teams i would assume from canada right and they're in the united states yeah 
That makes sense too, because it's part of the league. I would assume mm-hmm. all the other AHL teams also yeah. uh, do that. But Had I just thought legs. the placement was was interesting. I oh. think it was a subtle. I think Sean's reading into it, but sure. Uh, you got to make some drama, you know. <laughs> um, interesting thing. I might have talked about this before, but just I love history factoids that are like applicable in pop culture. I mean, pop culture. It's a loose. It's loosely pop culture. But the Six Flags amusement parks are from Texas. And it is called that, Sean. Why? Because it's an amusement park with flags and there's six of them on flagpoles. No. Because there are six flags within Texas of all the countries that it's been a part of. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's been a part of Mexico. It's been a part of France. Mm -hmm. It's been a part of the UK. No. No. Spain. Spain. The United States. The United States and then the Republic of Texas. But and then, the Confederacy as well. Oh, that's what the, that's yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, I was the, thinking the UK because I saw The rebel this. flag, which, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, but still. Yeah, those are your uh, six flags. Those are the six flags. And I find that interesting. Good to know. Six flags, the more you know. The more you know. Mm-hmm. One of them they don't really show, though. They kind of hide it. <laughs> you not, know, I mean, it's kind of history is history. That's it. It's history. It's um, in the past. Yeah. But people, we met people in the stands, super friendly. One lady born and raised in Santa Monica. And yeah. I was like, don't tell anybody. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> no. She was, they moved out seven years ago um, with their children and sold their home in the valley. Mm-hmm. And they were in Studio City and moved out here. Love it here. I think they're in Cedar Park, actually. One guy was yep. trying to sell me boots for Not from two him. Hours. He wanted you to go and buy boots because he changed his dentist because Crentist didn't he lived in Texas for two years and never bought any boots right he well, was like when in Texas I forget why I, why I decided to talk to them I felt compelled to talk to him and I, I remember I said, hey, Sean likes to strike up conversations yeah, with people. He, he was also super friendly yeah yeah and once once we opened that uh, gateway mm-hmm. of talking mm-hmm. well we had, a new, we had a new friend for life. I mean, if we'd said, hey, let's swap numbers and we'll go dancing, you know. Yeah, he was telling us where to go, which we should go. We want to go to the Continental Club because live music, it's amazing. But then your sister and I were like, we should go. Yeah. We got to do some some honky tonking. Right. Well, he was telling me about Lucchese boots. This is, did you realize what just happened? What? This is honky tonk talk during honky tonk time oh okay. the honky tonk remember the hockey talk i call it the honky tonk the merging of two yeah hmm. mm-hmm. well uh i'm supposed to get some boots that are um a Lucchese. whole bunch of money 550 dollars. he said uh he said for the cheap ones i was like i don't know how expensive do these things get my dad used to buy boots i want to say they're like four or five hundred dollars he, he said they were like he said slippers you pay for the comfort my dad said otherwise you pay for it in blisters i am slightly concerned about uh arthritis though you should try Cause, them because i shouldn't be up like this like because uh, it has a raised heel my toes uh, maybe i'll get it maybe we invent a new cowboy boot called hoka hoka boots hoka boots <laughs> Hoka cowboy boots. What are those? Lucchesi's? They're Hoka's. Thank you. I don't know if you guys know what that brand is, but it's... This uh, guy told us that those are the brand to get. Orthopedic cowboy boots. <laughs> well, he pretty much said that the Lucchesi's or whatever were like quality. Yeah. And his looked very nice. Oh, yeah. But turns out the guy is from um, the North as well. Wasn't he? I mean, yeah, he's from the Midwest. He was from, I don't know if it was Indiana or Missouri, or his wife was from the other. But it didn't sound like he was country before. No, he's from Minneapolis, but he they're both veterans, and they retired here 
15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, Minneapolis, so. right? Mm -hmm. I don't imagine there's a lot of cowboys running around Minneapolis. Maybe there are. I don't, but more like bass fishermen, you know? I mean, maybe, but think about where I grew up. There's a ton of country people there wearing boots. Yeah, but I so. think I think he adopted his look once he moved to Texas. He was like, I'm, he fully bought into the, you mm -hmm. know, he had the big cowboy hat on, he had the boots. Yeah, he did. He had like kind of a hickory type shirt on. Yeah. It was cool. full. He's gone country. Mm -hmm, Look mm -hmm. at them boots. <laughs> yeah, if they're comfortable, yep. you know. Why Ooh, not? we watched a great uh, film documentary on Netflix about Pamela Anderson. Oh, it's great. Someone who, you know, growing up in the 90s, mm -hmm. everyone was aware of Pamela Anderson. She, she was the biggest. I honestly forgot, like not about her, but of all the things. Like I forgot about Baywatch because like I wasn't a 13 year old boy. I didn't watch that. Tool Time with Tim Allen. Yep. Forgot about that. Forgot about even. All the Playboy stuff. Yeah. Because like Playboy is not really like a thing anymore. Yeah. It's just interesting. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it really, first of all, I like that it's called Pamela Anderson, a love story because she was in love and it is a love story. Um, but it also just humanized her in a way that I, I feel like she probably needed because people like have used her her whole life essentially yeah what a strange thing to well, she go was through. abused as a kid so she doesn't have a lot of self-esteem you know yeah it was a, it was a very interesting story to get the the, the backstory of who she is because mm -hmm. she was just an image you know to a lot of people mm -hmm. or at least as far as i was aware mm -hmm. and then to actually you know have something that humanizes them gives them gives you their backstory yeah and then you kind of have a little bit more empathy but then it was very fascinating to see kind of her journey mm -hmm. and it, when she first showed up on the screen i thought and and they started the documentary i was like i'm not going to like this she seemed really pollyannish and kind of uh not just pollyannish but also out there like a little too zany and i'm like is this mm -hmm. Uh, you know, is her personality uh, just a, a ruse? Yeah. But I think this is like a self-defense mechanism because mm -hmm. she's been through so much. She's like, whatever, and just kind of thinks. Well, about and she things. even said like towards the end, and I'm not giving anything away, but she was like, you know, I I guess I'll just use what they're going to call me as, as a way for me to get my point across. So she's been, you know, people, because she, she would talk about having interviews about like a film she was in or a new thing that was going on. And they'd be like, are your boobs real? And she's like, are you seriously going to fucking ask me that? Yeah. And she also said, look, I, I recognize what I've sold, mm -hmm. you know, um, but the invasion of personal space with, with the uh, the sex tape that had gone I didn't even the, know about that. Right. I know that was probably a big deal, but I think I was too young. I was probably like, what? But the fact that they were like, well, you were in Playboy, so you don't get any privacy. She was like, what the actual fuck is that? What? Yeah. I just want everybody to know. I don't care what you choose to put out there. That doesn't give anyone else the right to do it on their own. There you go. I mean, that's like, I feel like that's like taking away consent in some ways. Yeah. I mean, they even mentioned it in the office. Do you remember when uh, Pam actually uh, accidentally purchased, it all happened so fast. She purchased a celebrity sex tape. Was that the sex tape you I, think? Well, they're referring to a situation like this. Right? See, you for know? me, I was like, oh, it's probably the Kim Kardashian sex tape. Oh. Just it, for timing. Yeah, maybe But it I was. don't really know. Oh, good point. I'd have to look at the year. What do you guys think? Let us know in those comments. Yeah. Anyways, mm -hmm. fascinating story. Mm -hmm. She's, um, it's sad, but it is Sam. there's a redemption arc. Won't mm -hmm. get into that, but mm -hmm. you know, you really feel good by the end of it. And I think it's a good, a good story for anyone who, 
who kind of has felt kicked around in life. Yeah, yeah. I really liked it, and I didn't expect to. Yeah. Same as you. I was like, I don't think I'm going to like this. But I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Super Bowl is here. I mean, I Almost. could care less, yeah. I, 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 I also could I care like less. I like the commercials. Who's playing? Oh, Rihanna's playing the halftime. Well, there you go. There's something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Rihanna. I do like What else Rihanna. would I look forward to? Not food. the Chiefs. The Nachos. food. Nachos. Nacho, nacho, man. Da, da, da. <clears throat> I want to be. Yeah. What's your game day dip, Katie? My game day dip? Mm-hmm. I like a, an onion dip. Ooh, onion dip. I also like a, a warm spinach artichoke dip. Okay, okay. And hmm, your sister got the jalapeno popper dip from Costco. Highly recommend. Also like that dip. And even on the outside, I just realized the other day when I was opening the fridge, it said serve it hot or cold. And I was like, hot? <gasps> I didn't even think of this. <laughs> so, yeah. Ooh, a warm crab dip would be nice. Ooh, I'll do like artichoke crab You know what I like? Crinches. My grandma's crab ball that she would make every Christmas. Very nice. Yum, yum. You could make one, you know. I, I could. don't have the recipe, but. I have a recipe box. Right. So buffalo chicken dip rules the day in large numbers of states. Really? Arizona, Delaware, Washington, D.C., not Washington State. Not. Idaho. Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Maine, Nebraska, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Alabama, it goes Alaska, on. Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, they all Delaware, love Buffalo, Georgia, chicken Hawaii, dip. Idaho, mm-hmm. Illinois, Indiana. Right. In Alabama, meanwhile, people mm-hmm. are Googling to find recipes for a veggie twist on that widely popular dip. Buffalo cauliflower dip. Blech. I know, right? If you're going to have a dip, just do like a buffalo. Just remove the chicken. People in Alaska, Hawaii, and Massachusetts are united in their love of the seven-layer dip. I do love the seven-layer dip. While Washington residents apparently prefer Greek-layer dip. What? I don't know. Does that have feta cheese in it? I'm down if it's got feta cheese. Ooh. What do you put? The hummus and the feta right. and the tabule? Tabule bule? In Maryland, oh. game snackers are all about <laughs> cheesy hamburger dip. Ba, 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 ba. In Mississippi, it's the day for baked cheesy dip. Mm. It goes on and on. Uh, dairy farmers unite. I think the dairy farmers are behind Super Bowl. I think that's the real that's the real winner there. In Montana and Texas, folks are planning to devour queso dip. Uh, of course. And in Wyoming, while they're gilding the lily with Who queso dip with hot sausage. Wyoming and Montana. Wyoming. I think there it's cowboy are, food. There are kindred queso buddies. Yep. So I do is, love queso. It's from an article. I'll put the link below. But when we came back from LA, the first thing we ordered queso queso fundido queso fundido and it had like bacon in it too that one we got i was like yeah so it's an article called the most popular mm. game day dips by state according to google oh google has all the information so they, they know, know it knows where all. to sell the right cheese yep all the recipes to pull up when you look for a game day gip it gip a game day dip if you're in wyoming or if it's going to pull up queso fundido if you are in washington apparently we're eating a greek dip all right, so here's how you make a good queso, like the best queso. Yes, Velveeta. Yeah, exactly. Velveeta. <laughs> Velveeta. <laughs> it's an off-brand. <laughs> it's a street creep. <laughs> but apparently, it's citric acid with cheese will make the cheese do that. Oh, it'll do like that? It'll but do that, that goopy goop? Velveeta already has the citric acid. So just, just go Velveeta Rotel or yeah. something. Yeah, I remember there was a skit... Um, that Conan O'Brien had done way back in the day. In the year 2000. Oh. Mm-hmm. The Velveeta in your fridge will still be good. Oh, yes, it will. <laughs> it we lasts had, forever. We had a brick of it. 
So my my grandpa, my mom's dad, used to work at Kraft Foods. And so he would bring home all sorts of different kinds of cheese. And when Velveeta became a thing or maybe they had too much or whatever, he brought home a bunch of it. And my mom was like, it lasted forever. And we had one in our fridge growing up for probably like a year and it was still good. You can mix anything into it. Like Mm -hmm. I'm talking shoelaces, paper clips, and you still eat it. Hide the evidence in the Velveeta. No, um, the best though is either ground beef or ground chorizo or something, the sausage with some peppers and onions, saute that down first, then put it into your melted Velveeta, keep it in a crock pot so it stays warm. Nobody wants that weird skin on well, top. Velveeta never hardens. Like it'll stay. No, but you don't want loopy. that skin. No, no. You want, and they want everything to be warm. I, I gotta I don't be honest, like I'm the person queso. who eats the, the cheese eats everything cold. I can't do, things that are supposed to be warm should be eaten warm, period. But the cheese skin I would mm. eat. I don't have a problem with that. I mean, I. It's just, it's even more condensed. I would prefer cheese. not to. I don't like how it comes out of the, no. Put it on your face, silence of the lambs. You know? <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> My face is on fire from the cheese. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. So that's Super Bowl, right? We don't really care about who's playing. I know some people care and that's awesome. Yeah, that's fine. You it, care. You root for I, your team. I'm just excited root, to. Root, root for the home. Have that's snacks. baseball. Root, root, root for the snacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. And all the commercials yeah yeah our friend sage was in a commercial last year she was it was awesome i was like hey i know her mm-hmm. <laughs> oh speaking of knowing somebody in the news mm-hmm. uh we know somebody who i was perusing the news okay who on my phone you? go like this yeah Shonda, in the middle of the night that's why he sleeps so well right and as i was perusing mm-hmm. drum roll please kitty a member of the otdm who was in the news? Community. Who? Was. Who? I. You're talking too slow. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll read the article. Okay. This is from CNN. <gasps> so it's big stuff. This is international news. Okay. SpaceX put a Tesla sports car into space five years ago. Where is it now? Written by Jackie Waddles from oh. CNN yesterday. Breaking news. Mm. It's now been half a decade since SpaceX turned heads around the world with its decision to launch Elon Musk's personal Tesla roaster oh, into I remember outer that. space, I forgot. Mm-hmm. sending the car on an endless journey into the cosmic wilderness where it's expected to remain for millennia to come. Mm. Pretty big words. I was like, oh, damn straight. And then I remembered that someone that we know mm-hmm. is responsible for tracking it. Ben, congratulations for being in the news again. I know Ben is in the news. Yeah, I, I think they anytime they talk about Roadster, where is Roadster now? Mm-hmm. Um, they it's go ben. to Ben's site. Yeah, and so I sure enough, I clicked the link, and he really did a lot of sciencey stuff for this. Like, you know, uh, he's famous trajectories and gravitational pulls, oh. and yeah, so you can see where Roadster is. He's wicked smart. It's pretty cool. Mm. It was it was kind of interesting. I think it was. Um, they were using it as as uh, he needed a dummy payload mm. for the rocket to you know to see how it would perform under pressure. So they just need to put some something in something it. He's in like, it. put my car in it. Yeah, Elon Musk was like, let's put the car in it. But they the the car, it's a Roadster, and remember they had the dummy sitting there in the spacesuit. Yes, and then uh, there's a bumper sticker on the dashboard. It says, uh, uh, "Don't panic." That's from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh. You know, so there's all these little, mm-hmm. uh, not Easter eggs, but 
anyway so a little cute but, but yeah. no one's seen Pop roadster culture, right yes. like because it's not really uh and, and this is just me recalling the article but no one's well, actually seen it because astronomers astronomers aren't going to train their telescopes to look for no, this thing it's not it's, it's, it was more for the practice of doing it not yeah. the we're not following it actively yeah. but so i think it's on its way out towards mars right now wow yeah she's on the road again on the road again yeah i wonder what happens to its paint when it's in outer space if it gets chipped what about the tires are they just like rubber does not do well in extreme temperatures oh yeah yeah i wonder how this thing's gonna fare Hmm. Hmm. she's probably dented from all that space junk i don't think it touched i think there's a whole lot of nothing in space well i mean of course there is it's a lot of space yeah but i wonder if um even just the word space right tells you there's a lot of space otherwise if it was a bunch of things out there called things Mm, things hey you ever been to outer things (laughs) or outer jump you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no but it's not there's a whole nothing so but i wonder if it oxidizes the paint due to radiation light (laughs) yeah space Mm doo-doo such as uh photons and anyways i don't know what i'm talking about but godspeed starman yeah. Godspeed. Speaking of space, we are running out of space in New Braunfels. Wow. Where, what is New Braunfels? So my manager, Linnea, grew up around that area. She calls it the Nukes, N-E-W-K-S, like New Bra- I don't know why, but they call themselves the Nukes. They are estimated to run out because the development is so incredibly crazy around here that it's very rural. I don't even think we've... Have we been to New Braunfels? Have we driven through it? I think we've driven through it on maybe the way on to Wimberley San Antonio. Or, oh, maybe San Antonio, yeah. San Antonio. Anyway, New Braunfels is just like a, a rural suburb. I think it's like 40 minutes out of Austin. I don't even know you guys. You can look it up, New Braunfels. But it used to be all farmland, Linnea was saying, that there was like barely any development. And they're supposed to run out based on the, the growth of the communities in the area in general, they will be completely like metropolis, like completely all the farmlands taken over and developed by, I want to say it said 2032. Oh, we've got time. 10 years, Sean, we have 10 years. I know cows don't move that fast, but they could walk, they could keep walking and clear the, the pastures, you know, slowly. But yeah, 10 years isn't very long. It isn't. It's crazy. Anyway, mm. I was like, what? It's really sad. I was talking to the uh, yeah. the dental hygienist today about this, mm-hmm. and she said, do you know where the Randalls is? Yes, I, I do. I said, I know where that is. She said, well, I grew up right across the street from there, but it used to be just this beautiful rolling hill. Like oh, a, now a it's meadow. all apartments and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it's like parking lots yeah. and, and streets and gas stations. And she goes, but when I was a kid, there was this beautiful white house on the hill. Oh. And then I kind of drift off to sleep thinking of like little house on the prairie, mm. you know? Imagine myself slipping, sliding down that hill. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, oh boy, they really screwed that one up. You know, Yeah. Parking lots. They, they, it's true. They paved, paved paver- paradise and put up a parking lot. Yeah. Shoo, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Letter time? Sure. Let's Let get me, into the letter. Let pull it up. Let's get into the letter. It's so dreary here today. It went from ice storm slur, slurries, flurries, whatever, to intense heat, 80 degrees. We to, have fallen behind. Sorry. To now, rainy, overcast, and like 65. We're behind on letters. I apologize. I will get through them with the greatest of ease. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're still in December. I oh, apologize, boy. peoples. Okay. 
we have a letter from, and sorry, you guys, there's going to be a lot of Merry Christmas, Happy New Year things, but we'll just push through together. We have a letter from Tatiana. Are you ready? I'm already excited based on the title. and It is entitled Roommate from Hell. And to make it even worse, parentheses, in Catholic school. Mm. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I mean, that could be really bad. I mean, your roommate is from hell yeah. and you're in Catholic school. You need mm-hmm. an exorcism right away. Kim and I were just watching, what's it called? The uh, Oh, The Rise of Gru. The Minions, The Rise of Gru. Mm-hmm. Such a good, it was so funny. Anyway, one of the worst, there's like the wicked, vicious six. There are these like the evil people. I forget what they call themselves. You know, like you have the good people, you got the bad people. This is the bad people. And one of them was a man dressed as a nun. He was the bad guy. So that's my Catholic story of badness. Okay. <laughs> but I found that funny. I was like, why do they have a dude dressed as a nun? <laughs> and he would just like levitate and like throw across. I was like, wow, that's a statement. Okay. From Tatiana. It says, hello, everyone. How do you do? This is my roommate from hell story. Freshman year in a Catholic university in San Antonio. So close to us. Since I wasn't from San Antonio, my parents felt safer with me living um, oh, living in and on the campus dorm. Gotcha. Loved my dorm room, by the way. It had a full-size bathtub and shower that was divided by a wall with a separate door. So you could still use the restroom if someone was in the shower. We had that too. Love it. A little bit of context. I am an only child and only ever had to share a room with another person other than overnight camp or sleepovers. That's fair. So all of my ideas of having college roommates were learned from TV and movies. Needless to say, I was in for a learning experience. That's the funny thing. Like, so I grew up in a really small home and we only had one bathroom, three bedroom, one bathroom. And Nick and I each had our own separate bedrooms. But just even that, I feel like you guys know I was like a clean freak growing up. I don't know if I've told you guys this. I was a weird clean freak until college. And then I realized I couldn't do that. And I was going to make my life harder by like being a spaz. So I had to just like deal. It was like exposure therapy to the max. And my therapist at the time also helped me through it. But I feel like having one bathroom growing up helped me be able better to share spaces with other people because I was already used to doing it, you know? So I can't imagine growing up with my own bathroom and on my own and only child and then having to go to college and share it with all those dirty people. Mm. Okay, back to the story. (laughs) Things went great at first. We got along well, had no issues. We even had some of the same classes together and helped each other with homework. Gradually, though, she began to show her real colors. Uh Uh-oh. Dunna. Dunna. Many times I'd come back to our room and boys from the football team would be leaving after hanging out. Uh Uh-oh or picking her up to go out. Many times on Fridays or Thursdays, she would go out and party all night and wander in drunk at two or three in the morning. That happens. I was in a band. Oh, I was in band. So I had to get up early for the games. Oh yeah, on Saturday and Friday rehearsals. I remember, so when I was in Seattle for that semester, or I guess rather a year, I think it was a full year, the band would come down to go to the game. Like I was on one of the streets like leading into where they would play, I guess, to the stadium. And so they come down my street in the mornings like, and I'd be like, this is a terrible place to live. (laughs) But it was really early. I'm sure they had to get up at like 8 a.m. or so to get there. 
custom game started at 10. Okay, so I talked to her about it and things got better, or so I thought. The middle of the night phone calls soon commenced. It was very much like clockwork. Sunday nights, Sunday nights. Don't they know that's a school night? Between the hours of 2 and 4 a.m., she'd be getting into drunk arguments with her mom on the phone. What? Where does her mom live? Is she from the UK or Australia or some other time zone? Two or four in the morning. These weren't little disagreements. Oh, no. These were screaming matches over the phone. Well, at that point, you just got to get rid of your roommate. Yeah. You, you a, just have to put in a complaint. I would assume. you. It's a big process, but yeah. But they probably try and. They try to get you to figure it, it out. Because all the rooms are probably already booked and everything. Mm-hmm. So what are they going to stick her with someone else? Well, they hope that somebody else is mad with their roommate. I don't know how they do it. I don't know. I've had, we had friends of mine. I say we, because it was like me and my sweet mates. We had some friends of ours who had shitty roommates and they had put in a request to transfer. And I guess at Pepperdine at the time, they kept a few suites open for people like that. And so essentially all the people who didn't like the roommates like ended up in the suite, which then for some of them didn't work. I mean, whatever. Sometimes they're the problem. Get your shit together. You know, I'm the problem. It's me. Some people, it wasn't. But anyway, wow, screaming on the phone. I had a 7.30 a.m. class. Wow, why would they do that at school anyways, the 7.30 a.m. class? Crazy. Okay, so I would tell her to hang up the phone. Eventually, the calls stopped and the semester came to a close. I got my room changed and she transferred schools. That sounds, this is insane. That's a lot. Yeah, some people are oblivious. They don't. They don't consider. Do not other consider people. other people because even like my roommate Veronica, we got along like. Fine. It also sounds like this girl had a lot going on. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, she didn't sound like the most. And the fact that she would get into drunk arguments stable. with her mom from yeah. two to four a.m. I'm like, yeah, is your mom up also? Like, where? Yeah, okay. All of my other roommates since that one were wonderful, and we are still really good friends. Anyway, that's my tale for now. I have a medical story to send in sometime next year. I hope all is well and happy holidays. Tatiana. Thank you, Tatiana. That's That was crazy. And I'm glad that you were able to get out of that situation. And yeah. All important things. Oh, and Jana sent us a very, very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Oh, thank you. We have known Jana for many, many moons. So thank you. I can't you, believe Jana. we're... Yeah, we're we're past Christmas. I we sh- we should have caught up on our letters already. Mm-hmm. I feel bad. It's gonna be June. Merry Christmas. <laughs> we're up to December twenty second. Okay. So Christmas is almost upon us. And Tom, I know Tom, we have a couple of yours. With your permission, I might skip forward into this time, just go from here on out so that we can catch up. But if not, I'm happy to go back and we can listen. You let us know. Okay. Now. We have a letter from Amy entitled The Romance and Sex Life of the Date. (gasps) I'm excited. It says, hello, Katie and Sean. I hope you have or had a happy and restful Christmas. Sean, I accept the name Amy in the feminine form with the E. Oh, okay. Is it Ami or Amy? A-M-I-E. As my OTDM nickname. (laughs) I love it. I grew up, oh, I'm already excited. I grew up in the low desert of Southern California. Oh, not the high desert. Not the high desert. There is a high desert. Isn't that like Apple Valley and stuff is high desert? Date palms 
were very common in the landscaping there, both residential and commercial. If the dates weren't harvested, they made a disgusting reddish-brown mess on any concrete or asphalt they landed on when they either fell or were cut off when the trees were trimmed. The stains were impossible to wash off and took forever to fade. Oh, and I bet you the bugs, like the ants, were probably loving it. Ants, rats, Mm. because rats love a sweet treat. They love avocados. They, I'm sure they love dates, don't you think? Rats do run up palm trees in general. Probably looking for the dates. If you ever see palm trees with um, metal wrapped around it, we might have already talked about this, but little metal strips every so often, it's to keep the rats off of them and, and squirrels because then they can't dig in to get in. So they leave like these bands of metal. Yeah, they can't climb past the mm-hmm. metal. They'll be like, Ch-ch-ch-ch. okay, so... Um, if you got good landscapers, they'd actually put something down to catch the dates and avoid the majority of the mess. We had several date groves as well. Wow. Dates were such a big deal that the county fair we hosted each February was called the National Date Festival. I love it. <laughs> One of the best milkshakes that I ever, ever had was when I had a date shake. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is this? I mean, I knew what it was. It was I delicious. It, but, yeah. but I, I could not in, believe my taste buds. Segundo once. I good. left my wallet there. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. It's a, who is it that sings it? Uh, what's it call it? Tribe Sublime? Called oh, Tribe Called West. Tribe Called West. Okay. Side note, the festival, so remember the National Date Festival. Side note, the festival even got the Bugs Bunny treatment, complete with phonetic mispronunciation of the name of the valley and renaming from Date Festival to Carrot Festival. What's the Bugs Bunny treatment? What does that mean? I don't know. That's a good question. Mm. Oh, okay. She says, the link is here, specifically about nine seconds and 34 seconds in. It took me an embarrassingly long time to connect the name La Jolla to Bugs Bunny's pronunciation of it. Anywho, so we'll have to watch that because I have not heard of this and thank you for letting us know. I think our dog farted. (laughs) One of the bigger date groves was the Shields Date Garden. Why has she been so gassy lately? Nothing has changed in her diet. Okay, the Shields Date Garden. They had a store that at least to my memory was reminiscent of the C's candy shop where you could pick out packs of whatever variety or style of date your little heart desired. This sounds almost a lot like the sugaring off in Montreal where they have like all the maple syrup everythings. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I love this and I like, thank you for writing in. Can't remember for sure, but I think it was this shop that also sold date shakes. She does not like them. Throw up emoji. My apologies to the world for that contribution. It's amazing. Sean thinks they're delicious. Amy does not. I never liked the taste of dates. Oh, so she doesn't even like dates. But my dad's parents did. So I went there a few times as a kid, either with or for them. There was also a theater. Mr. Shields had quite a passion. No pun intended. (laughs) though it works, as you, you'll you see shortly, for date cultivation and was eager to share his knowledge with the public. It began as a lecture and by 1951 evolved into the film which he enti- he titled The Romance and Sex Life of the Date. <gasps> Quite a racy title for you its time. You have to time. look this one up. We will. She linked it to us oh, okay. for us. We could do that. Wow. So much in, in dates. Fast forward to college. <gasps> I went to the University of Oahu amazing what a life you've led right jealous i know where an entirely different kind of palm tree grew it was quite strange 
to me. Coconuts? Uh-huh. To yeah. see giant coconuts growing where I was accustomed to seeing dates. How funny because. Like, look at the size of them dates up there. Yeah, right, Those are some big dates. Oh, Californians. But coconuts are cool because we found one on the side. Um, I remember when we were in Costa Rica, they had the coke. I don't know if they had the date ones, but they definitely had coconut palm trees. And we would like beat them open with a rock and then you get to drink it. It's very tasty. Oh, yeah. I, I've the, seen a couple of downed meat. ones mm-hmm. and there were holes in them. Oh, because the rats eat them. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know. So I took a big swig. and You didn't either. A rat came up. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but no. And yeah. Sean died from dysentery. Oh. <laughs> Terry, <laughs> Terry, that's a girl's name. You died from dysentery. Yeah. No, but uh, you don't want to look up underneath those palm trees because they well, do. they knock you out. Yeah, those things do fall. I'm going to knock you out. That's what they play. I'm going to knock you out. Oh, Cool J, the, the palm tree. <laughs> okay. So. I got a lot of odd looks whenever I told someone that the palm trees where I come from grew dates and always had to explain, no, people, not that kind of date. <laughs> That'd be fun if it, you're like, oh, dinner and a movie, dinner and a movie. <laughs> I think I may have dashed some people's hopes with my explanation. <laughs> I've never understood the appeal of dates. I feel like it's it's They're like so good. they were everywhere with you growing up. And I feel like sometimes when you have too much of something, you kind of get over it. Like I didn't. Not that I didn't like apples, but like if my mom was like, I could throw one in your lunchbox. I was like, no, I'd rather you throw a rock in my lunchbox at this point. I've had so many apples. Well, I loved oranges, Mm. right? I wanted orange or something just different. I loved mangoes, grapefruits, but not we had so many apples. You just be like, oh, but Amy, have you have you had a blue cheese stuffed date with bacon wrapped around Mm. it? I mean, I don't think she's going to try it because listen to this. I've never understood the appeal of dates. The very thought of eating one still makes me gag. Okay. And visually, they're about as appealing to me as cockroaches. It's Sorry, true, not do. sorry for the visual. They totally look like cockroaches. Yeah, they're shiny <laughs> If brown. you threw one on the ground, I'd be like, ah, I beat it with a, my shoe. Oh, sorry. <laughs> grab a handful of dates, pop them in your mouth, and one of them's running around a little bit. You're like, <laughs> I would never have a date again either. If a cockroach got in my mouth, I would be so mad. Oh, then I've made some bad decisions in my life if that's happened. There was a woman on TikTok who had one in her ear. She had to go to the urgent care or whatever because she woke up and she was like, something was wrong. Like, and she like, you know, did the, tried to get it out. Was she filming herself doing this? Okay. I was like. She filmed herself at the doctors where they, they tried to like pull on it a little. Yeah. But they, they're like, you'll just rip bits off and it'll burrow deeper. So they have to pour in oil so it can't breathe. And then it will push it. It'll come out on its own. And I didn't know what the fuck it was. And when it came out, I was like, I think I dropped my phone. I was like, fuck this shit o'clock. Can't do it. No, thank you. I said to life. No, thank you. So if I end up, I made some bad decisions. No, no. Okay. So, but for anyone else who is a fan of the date fruit, Shields Date Garden is a rather ex- has a rather extensive catalog. Online shop is here. She gave us so many links. It's so wonderful. It has been decades since I've tried any dates or had any interest in doing so. Maybe one of these days I'll be able to look beyond the roach-like appearance and suppress my gag reflux enough to try again. Amy. Hmm. It can be hard. It's all in your mind. That's the thing. If once you've gagged and you're grossed out by something, to think of doing it again, mm-mm. You know, no, I Impossibly, never. I don't know I why uh, Fig Newton didn't get into the date game. They're so close. They've you already got have, dates in there, right? Isn't no, I think it's dates? just figs. Oh, fig. But You're right. I do love a fig. I love a Fig Newton. I love fig spread. Oh. 
But if you could, you know, have a Fig Newton and then a Date Newton, mm. kind of like a 50-50 uh, package, you know? What would you call it? A dig? Yeah. A dig footin'. A dig footin'. <laughs> there you go. Put that on a shirt. Yeah, nice. We are out of time, you guys. Unfortunately, I have a call to get to. Okay. Well. But we, next week, I promise you, Sean and I will STF you. Pardon me? We're going to STF you and get right into your letters. Oh, uh, yes, Shut we're the gonna, fuck up. We're going to zip it. I didn't know Zip-ity. what was going on there. But you didn't know what STFU? <laughs> no, I didn't it know It's just a nice way of saying shut the fuck up. Okay. Not that there's a nice way of saying it. Yeah, so we're going to we're gonna burn through we're some zip, letters zip, next zip, week. Zip it, zip it. Zip it, zip it. Zip it, Notice I didn't talk really much during those letters. I was trying to let you get through it quick. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Well, I got through two. Did we get through two? Yeah, two of them. two. Sorry, you guys. Well, thanks for writing in. Continue to send in your letters. I don't mind being behind. As long as you don't mind it taking us a little while to get through it. Yeah. But we got to get through the seasonal ones. Mm-hmm. Tis the season. Yeah. We're almost there. We're in the 23rd. Okay. Right there around Christmas time. All right. We love you guys. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Keep sending in your stories and your letters. And if any of the letters or our conversation spark anything, otdmpod at gmail.com. Take care of yourselves and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.